Welcome to the Better Birth Podcast. This season is a mixture of positive birth stories and opinion from experts in the world of birth. It's so important to surround yourself with positive representations of birth and educate yourself as much as possible. So I really hope that you find this season useful and interesting. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Welcome to the Better Birth Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to Sina today, who had a natural vaginal breech birth. Um, Sina, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Sina. I'm a mum of two girls. My eldest is two and a half, and my uh, breech baby is now six months old. Um, I'm based in London, and I'm an aspiring midwife. Thank you so much, Sina, and thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast today. Um, I'm really excited to hear your birth story because breech birth or vaginal breech birth is something which I think is something of a bit of a mystery for a lot of people. Um, it's quite misunderstood and I think the the practices around facilitating a physiological breech birth are um, being lost. So um, hearing your birth story, I think, is really, really important. Um, so would you like to share your birth story with us? Well, where do I start? Um, I guess it would be in my like when I start entered into my third trimester, um, and midwives were feeling that like my baby was still breech. I was having scans which were confirming this. Um, and I don't know why I had a scan at like uh thirty weeks, and he described my baby's head as being like right behind my ribs. He wasn't worried about it. Um, the the sonographer but um he I remember him saying that and I just remember thinking from that point like she's gonna stay like that (laughs) um anyway so you know I was she was still breached by 34 weeks um at which point I was like referred to the breach clinic um I think that was for the following week um and at this point I started doing a lot of research um as someone who wants to be a midwife, I do sort of try and educate myself as much as I can about these sort of issues and what my choices are. Um, so I feel like prepared. Um, I kind of, so I found out at my hospital, there was, um, there's a kind of a, a breach specialist. Her name's Dr. Sean Walker. And at that point, I felt really at ease with the sort of thought like I felt like I would be in safe hands because everything I could I was reading about her sounded great. I'd also joined a Facebook group called Breach Birth UK, which I really recommend if anyone is in their third trimester and still breach and sort of wanting to hear stories and hearing hear from other people. So I had my appointment at thirty five weeks, um, and all it was really doing is talking me over what I can do to get baby moving, confirming baby's position with a quick scan. Um, kind of just sort of a checking in with me to sort of see what I was doing, give me ideas. I was also going to, I also just started going to a chiropractor because there's some evidence to suggest that um, 
going to a chiropractor can kind of make more space in your uterus um, and encourage baby to turn. Um, so, yeah, that's what I was kind of doing. And we made another appointment two weeks later where I was advised that um, we'd have a scan to see baby's position. And if baby was um, still breech, if I wanted to, that later that day um, we'd try an ECV where they would try and manually turn baby. And I also had a growth scan that morning just so that, like, um, which is more in-depth than this, the breech clinic scan because it kind of shows baby's size, um, fluid levels, all sorts of things that they kind of want to know before an ECV. Um well, that's what my trust that I was at do. Um, so, yeah, two weeks later, I knew she was still breech. And, yeah, it was confirmed at the scan. Um, growth scan went well. Um, baby's dimensions were all good. And um, we... So we decided to go ahead with the ECV. And... Um, so we had to wait around for a few hours just while, um, there were a few other people who were scheduled to have one as well. Um, so me and my partner, we kind of got something to eat, um, came up, tried the ECV, baby's, um, pelvis was like, a baby's bum, sorry, was deeply engaged in my pelvis and there was no moving her, um, which I sort of expected, I guess, because she'd been breached so long. By this point, I was 37 weeks. Um, and I did feel like she was quite comfy in there. Um, and at this point, because I'd been doing my research, I sort of... I already knew that I was going to go for a vaginal breech birth. Um, that's what I wanted to do with my... As it was my second baby, I'd had one successful vaginal birth. And I really felt confident in my ability. And I felt like with... I had good sort of um, great midwives around me and I felt really confident. So later that day, um, I was called by um, Dr. Sean Walker, who who was really great, actually, because she kind of, she wanted to make a plan with me. She wanted to hear my what I wanted for my birth. And I spoke to her about what I would like to ideally have. And to be honest, I really wanted my my birth to kind of mirror what it would be if baby was head down. I didn't really want to compromise on that. And I didn't feel like I should have to. And luckily, like, the hospital was really supportive of that. So I asked for intermittent monitoring um, as long as there were like no indications I needed continuous monitoring. And I did ask if I could, um, well, I, I said I wanted to give birth from the birth centre. And I wasn't really sure how this would be received, but um, my hospital were willing to support me in that, which was absolutely great. Um so, yeah, I had another appointment at 39 weeks just to check things over. Um, and two days later, um, I woke up at half six in the morning with a tightening on my stomach. This was 39.3 plus three, sorry. And um, I really needed a wee as well. So I got up, 
went to the loo. On my way there, felt a slight leakage. Um, and I thought it was bizarre because I don't really usually have bladder control problems, but I was like, oh, I'm quite pregnant now. I probably just wet myself a little bit. Um, so I went for a wee, went back to bed as my uh, two-year-old and my partner was still asleep. And I we don't usually get up till about 8, 8.30. So I went back to bed, tried to get back to sleep and um, felt more leaking. Um, so at this point I was like, okay, that's 100% my waters. <laughs> um, so I called the birth centre, which is what um, Shauna had advised me to do. And um, I let them know what was that my waters had gone, like I was pretty sure of it. Um, they asked me to come and check uh, if I wanted to. So I, I kind of, I was like, yeah. And I'd also texted, um, texted Sean to let her know. And she said she was on her way. And I don't know why, but I naively thought like, I would just go to get checked and then I'll come home. I remember saying to my partner, like, because obviously he was at home with our daughter and um i was like um yeah i'll come home and like cuz i wasn't contracting at this point and i was like i'm going to give the house a deep clean to help get things moving um because i did know that like if i didn't go into labor naturally at some point it that would mean that i would have a cesarean um i hadn't decided at which point i wanted to kind of let that get to but they don't induce breech babies, so that wasn't an option. Um, but yeah, I was going to drive to the hospital and everything, but luckily the midwife did tell me to get an Uber. Um, so I got an Uber, got stuff ready. Um, I mean, I didn't bring much. I just brought like my notes and got dressed and brushed my hair and all of that. Um, got an, an Uber, felt some twinges on the way, got a Costa when I got in as I hadn't had breakfast and started feeling contractions. By this point, I think it was about half eight in the morning. So I went up um, and I was greeted by a senior midwife in the birth centre and she was absolutely lovely and they were expecting me, they knew it was me, they knew I'd planned to have my breech birth there. Um, I remember in my last midwife appointment, Sean had told me that she'd spent some time with the birth centre midwives, just in case, like, I rushed in and suddenly had her, had the baby before she could get there. Um, so, yeah, I went in and um, it was really obvious, it was my waters. I took off the sanitary pad I was wearing and... Yeah, it like there was no question about it. And they did say ideally they would want me to stay in because I was now contracting. Baby was breech and it's my second baby. Um which to be honest, I was happy to do because the birth center is such a lovely place. Um and it wasn't like like it was very relaxed like they were like, they asked if I wanted toast, they made me a drink, you know, I was just bouncing on the ball, walking around, getting things going, um, well, they were already on the way, 
or that my contractions were happening, but like, you know, just wanting things to progress. Um, at this point, I'm still by myself because I'd actually called my mum that morning and said, oh, I'm sure you'd be able to get a full day's work in. And she'd gone into a meeting at work, so I hadn't been able to update her, but I was now contracting and having to stay in hospital. I'd also told my partner to take his time, so he'd taken our daughter out for breakfast and stuff. Um, and then there was a point where I was like, contractions were getting more regular um and I was like right it's not so my hospital was in southwest London we live in northwest my mum lives in southeast so it wasn't going to work if my mum had to go all the way to mine and my partner come so we just decided it would be easier if he came in with my bag and stuff um because I hadn't bought any of my bags, because I thought it would just be a quick trip. And as we didn't know, like, how my labour would go, the plan was to kind of have a walk around all together um, in a, like, local park or something to help get things going. And then my mum was going to come and be with me in the labour because my mum doesn't drive and it would have been difficult for her to get my daughter back home. So my mum was going to be my birthing partner. I was going to be able to have spend time with my partner and um, my daughter. Anyway, because I'd been so relaxed about it, they were all taking their time, um, which was entirely my fault. And uh, I think it was around, like, I want to say 11-ish. Um, my mum was on her way at this point. Um, I think, my yeah, my partner would have been as well. And I felt something enter, like, my vagina from, like, inside. And I knew, like, I was thinking, like, oh, what is that? Like, I, like, all I could think was, I hope that's not a cord prolapse or something. Um, just because I'd been reading that the risk is slightly higher with breech babies. Um, but I did also know my babies had one foot down and one up so I'm like is that foot is that a cord um I instinctively tried to feel what it was but I still couldn't feel if it was toes or an umbilical cord because I don't know what an umbilical cord feels like so I got um I pressed the buzzer for the midwife to come um Sean had checked in with me at this point as well and I laid down on the floor um to be examined um, because I wanted to see what it was, and the foot just flopped out, so we knew instantly that it was a foot, not a cord. And I was so surprised because I just, I don't know, I knew she was one foot up, one down, but I really thought she was going to come out bum first, and I was just like, I don't even have anyone here with me. Um, so I just stayed laying on the ground because... I felt like if I got up, like, things would just continue to progress quite quickly. So I was trying to call my mum, I was trying to call my partner, uh, couldn't get through to either of them. My mum was on the tube, my partner was, like, driving. Um, Anyway, got through to my mum, I was like, there is a foot hanging out my vagina, mum, you really need to get here ASAP. And she was on the tube and she was like, oh my god, um... And, yeah, she tried to get here as soon as she could. And um, she arrived and my I managed to get through to my partner, um, who was also really surprised. And um, he um, 
he waited outside with my daughter because um, my mum got there first um, and it was just easier. But, like, luckily I was a, like, I was told I'd be able to see them afterwards. So that was kind of, I was looking forward to that. Um, and basically my mum came in and I was like, right, in labour now time to get up I mean I was already in labor but I was like purposely lying in a position so that gravity wasn't in my favor because I felt like I would end up giving birth like without anyone there well like the midwives were there but you know a support person um even though I did have like a pretty good support system with the midwives and it would have been fine if that had happened um so I kind of got myself in an upright position on my knees because all the research I'd done so like suggested that a physiological breech birth is like what you want to aim for and how to make things go smoothly so I was upright mobile um contracting and as I was contracting she was uh, baby was slowly coming down you could see you were gradually seeing more of her leg my knees got sore after a while so I actually sat on a birthing stool for a while which was really great because it took the pressure off and um, baby just carried on descending um, I wasn't pushing at this point because it was just baby descending rather than me needing to push she was coming down naturally by herself and she when she started to come down she was facing outwards but gradually as she was coming down you could see her rotating into the correct position which was amazing um very bizarre though because when she moved I would feel that she was kind of half out of me um I got to a point where as someone who's given birth before like I knew I was reaching the kind of transition point I didn't have any further examinations because there was a foot in the way and to be honest I think it was better this way because I didn't I wasn't thinking oh how many centimeters am I I was just letting nature do its job um so I kind of hit the transition point and I wanted to get off the stool and I wanted to lie on the floor because at that point I just wanted to stop everything it was like coming to that point where you feel quite overwhelmed but um you just want to have a bit of a breather. Um, my midwife was feeding me like my drink. My mum was stroking my hand. I was having a bit of uh, a bit of gas and air, but to be honest, I wasn't getting on great with it. Um, so I was avoiding that where I could. Um, she was still kind of descending, and it kind of got to a point where um, the senior midwife and the breech midwife kind of gave me gentle encouragement to get back up you know it was time um so I got back onto my knees and I knew it was showtime uh so I like gently started pushing with my contractions and um yeah at this point I guess baby was like sitting on my cervix with the leg down and her bum came out um followed by the other leg um and then she was kind of hanging half out of me um and with breech babies they kind of at this point they want the baby to be born within five minutes because um 
I guess I think that it's the research that shows that the better outcomes are when the head is born five minutes afterwards so I was contracting and well like I was contracting but I'd completely lost sensation of when I was contracting funnily enough a similar thing happened to me when I was pushing with my first who was just a regular head down baby um and so I kind of was just waiting there and it was quite uncomfortable because when she wriggled I really felt it um but it was quite quick because then I was then given more gentle encouragement you know it's time to push your baby out now um you can do it like it was I was giving great encouragement like it it was really supportive um and yeah I just pushed her and um yeah she was born then and I just remember feeling overjoyed like I had had my physiological breech birth which I wanted to have and uh, she was born at one forty nine. so from my waters breaking I think it was about seven hours from my contractions about five um so yeah she was born um I kind of um from my research I'd kind of read that like sometimes they're because of the way they've come out they're a bit breech babies are a bit stunned so they take a little bit longer to sort of um be responsive and from what I'd read it's really important to have mum like the mum's voice you know speaking to the baby to kind of alert the baby um but to be honest um she was really responsive and gained her colour back straight away I just like held her and um, immediately latched her onto my uh, breast and um, she latched perfectly. The student midwife couldn't believe how easily it happened, um, which was lovely because I I hadn't done that with my first because it just didn't occur to me. Um, But yeah, it was just lovely. Um, And she stayed with me on my chest and it was, yeah, it was a really great experience. And I, I feel really lucky and that I was able to be in it, like at a hospital that would support me so well. And I feel like it's so unfair because it seems like a bit of a postcode lottery, like from what I'm reading on the breach group as well. Like if I was in a different hospital, it might have been a cesarean section that I'd like, that was offered and like like obviously cesareans have their place but if I can do that and like avoid a cesarean like why wouldn't I and um yeah it was quite a moving time for everyone like uh all like I'd let a student midwife observe as well so I think that really made her day um the senior midwife was over the moon and Sean was so happy it went so well as well. Um, it was just, um, it was great and all the midwives on the birth centre were like so like happy and proud um, that I'd kind of done that because I think, I think no one had ever asked because the hospital is definitely very supportive but no one had turned around and said I want to do this in the birth centre Obviously, I would have been happy if um, something indicated that we had to move or, like, something, you know, 
something wasn't quite right, but it was, and they were very thorough in their observations. Like, after every contraction, the midwife was checking um, baby's heartbeat, my heartbeat, which I was happy for her to do. Um, I guess they just a bit more thorough because baby was breached, and obviously I opted for the intermittent monitoring, but I had no problems with that whatsoever, as I still had freedom of movement, I still could do whatever I wanted to do. I had actually planned to um, labour in water, um, but give birth outside of water so they could see what was kind of going on, but um, it just didn't feel right to do once the foot was out. I felt like I wanted, like, because I was expecting the bum to come out first, so I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll labour in the water, but as the foot came down first, I wanted everyone to be able to see what was going on, um, which they wouldn't have been able to do so well in the water. Um, so it just didn't feel right. Um, but I was really happy about how that went. And to be honest, if I had decided to have a third baby and um, and that baby was breech again, I wouldn't even bother with all the manoeuvres and all of that, like, trying to sort of turn the baby because I would just be happy to just go straight for the breech birth. And I really hope that um, it becomes something that's more widespread. There's been a massive de-skilling of breech birth and um, I'm hoping that with time and with research that that sort of... we move away from that sort of approach... Um, yeah, uh, Sean's doing a really great study called Breach, um, which I was, I agreed to be part of, um, so I'm hoping things like this just continue to help things moving in the right direction, um, and more, there'll be more people who get the chance to kind of opt for a kind of uh, physiological breech birth um, because, yeah, it was a wonderful experience and, to be honest, it was more straightforward than my daughter, who was head down. Um, yeah, I hope that's been helpful. Um, that's my story. 